Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. Ross isn't here today. You are about to hear my interview with the spiritual leader, Shakuntali Siberia. So you might remember Ross and I talking about Shakuntali during our Conscious Life Expo coverage when we we briefly encountered her followers there. So today you get to hear me talk to this woman who identifies herself as a Siberian shaman priestess and who says that she can cure virtually any disease. And that includes AIDS. That includes COVID-19. That includes cancer. Some of her latest videos are Dissolve Coronavirus Fast, Guided Meditation, and The Truth Behind Coronavirus and the World. She exclusively ministers to women, and she'll explain why during this interview. So if you got here because you're a follower of Shakuntali's, I'm so glad you're here. And I would ask you to make a commitment right now to get through this entire interview, however difficult that might be, I think a good leader will let you come to your own conclusions, even about their own teachings. So if if Shakuntali has taught you to be a kinder person, a more thoughtful person, a better thinker, prove that to yourself. Stick with this interview. For everybody else, I might be introducing you to someone who's new, who's interesting, and who just teaches you something new about the human mind. So before we begin, um, a few scene-setting notes will be helpful here. So it took an incredibly long time to set this interview up. This was actually our sixth attempt at speaking, and I would always hear from her through her sort of assistant, whom I'm going to call Alice. So Alice is a young woman. She's probably in her early 20s, and she would text me. She was really eager to have Shakuntali on the show with us. So just as COVID-19 was spreading and the self-isolation was ramping up, Alice invited me to Shakuntali's nearby event, and it was called the Spiritual Ritual of Energy Protection. So she was going to have an unlimited number of women come and, in Shakuntali's words, gather in nature to do rituals to rewrite your matrix of health and protection. Just to remind you, this was just as people were getting very concerned about the coronavirus. So the event was $60 for an extra 100 You could get a second ritual and something called a power object. So I was really tempted to do this, but I ultimately decided not to be a potential vector of this very deadly virus, even if that meant that we didn't get to report on something that needs reporting on. I'm not a big believer in no platforming, but I am a big believer in if you're going to give something attention, you better be giving it a critical eye as well. So because these conversations were canceled and reset so many times, uh, I was only able to finally get this interview recorded with almost no notice. And that's why Ross isn't here, unfortunately. But maybe that's fine because his male energy would have mucked everything up. Shakuntali only talks to dames anyway. So if you listened to my last interview with a faith healer, she also, that was, her name was Kimberly Meredith, and she also claimed she could cure coronavirus. So you'll know then that people who claim to heal with with faith can run the gamut from self-deceived to intentional liar to really anything in between. And theoretically, 
they could also be right. So in this case, I can't say for sure what's going on, but I can say this. Shakuntali is not a lone wolf. She has a whole ministry, a whole following, mostly of young women who seemingly have devoted most of their time and energy to furthering Shakuntali's profile. She's not one healer with a website and a local business. She is a spiritual leader with a growing following. And as they say, with great power comes great responsibility. So the story of Shakuntali's ministry is so dense with detail, I couldn't possibly cover it all during this conversation. So, for example, she claims that her biological age stopped when she was 19. She turns 49 this year. She says she will be able to control the moment of her own death. And according to a book by one of her followers, she has been accused of running a sex cult. And amazingly... We were barely able to touch on these topics, some we didn't get to at all. It was so tempting to stop her at every turn and dig deeper. It was like walking through the frickin' Garden of Eden, just endlessly fertile ground, and you're deciding where to plow. So ultimately, I felt that the most important thing to talk to Shakuntali about was her claims of healing. So she claims to be able to cure virtually any human disease. And so... There are two possibilities here. Possibility one is that she's right. She is the first person in recorded history to have this ability. This is then the most important person in the world. And we should all be paying attention to her. And we got her on this show. This is amazing. Or... Possibility two, she's she's wrong, and she's deadly wrong. So that would mean people with debilitating and deadly diseases are spending crucial post-diagnosis time going to a healer who cannot heal them. And since many of these diseases are aggressive and progressive, a, a false cure is worse than no cure because it it takes this critical time period when you can most effectively act and erases it from your life. So if she is wrong or lying or some combination of both, then I believe she is dangerous. And as far as I can tell, there's no possibility three. So here it is, my interview safely over the phone with spiritual leader Shakuntali Siberia. I'm very excited to welcome our guest, Shakuntali. She is an international women's coach, lecturer, and creator of the unique method of working with the subconscious called the Gayut. She's a personal coach of Hollywood movie stars, including Beyonce and Kylie Minogue. She holds a doctorate in psychology. She possesses clairvoyance, and she has developed a method for making your child a genius. She even says she knows the real cause of the coronavirus outbreak, and she has held multiple public gatherings to heal fear and destroy that virus with love. And above all, she says she's an enlightened woman who wants to awaken the inner power of the American woman. So please welcome Shakuntali. Hello, namaste, beautiful souls. (laughs) Namaste. How are you this evening? I'm amazing every day because I'm always working with the people and help them. Five minutes ago, I was providing the my Facebook life for supporting people during coronavirus times. 
Mm. Do you have any followers who have the coronavirus? Um, in reality, I um, a lot of people, yes, they write me about their pe- family members uh, and they ask how to live in this time, how to get uh, heal this disease. Wow. Okay. Oh, I want to hear more about that. But uh, before we do, let's hear a little bit about you. You have such an unusual name, Shakuntali Siberia. Is that your, your given name? Uh, this is my spiritual name, what I received from my my master shaman uh, when I did a very spiritual efforts in my life. I received this name, what the meaning is, the birth of the freedom. And every time when people meet me, yes, they can feel uh, freedom, real freedom. Mm. Uh, so your driver's license then doesn't say Shakuntali Siberia? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is spiritual name. Yes, this is like a soul name, not my body name. <laughs> but this is something what person can receive uh, when it starts to follow the spiritual way. Okay. Uh, what is your uh, body name? Are you willing to say? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember? Uh, this is joke, yes. But because every day I, um, I don't... Um, uh, I don't hear this name, only Shakuntali, and because of that, I don't recognize it. <laughs> but you surely remember it. Of course. <laughs> you don't want to say, though? <laughs> yes, okay. I am Shakuntali, okay. yes. When you say the name, yes, you, uh, your image appears, yes, mm. and uh, the image of the past. Not, not a reason to uh, remember that. Oh, okay, fair enough. So you grew up in Russia, is that right? Yes, I, I was born. I was born in Russia, and I was educated by uh, usual, normal parents. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, my destiny was not so usual. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you did go through a pretty standard education, though. You got a, a doctorate in psychology, right? Yes, I I received it only. It was a very interesting uh, interesting story because this education gave me uh, the doctors not because of education but because of the special scientific practices. What I helped to make a doctors that their method healing methods medicine working more better than they do it. Oh, interesting. And where was that? Uh, yes, it was in Siberia. Yes, it was in Siberia. It was uh, the moments when the people, uh, there was a very deep disease like a psoriasis. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. The doctors cannot find the special medicine, how to, in the very fast way to, to um, heal this, this uh, disease. And I'm in that time, I studied youth session, youth methods, yes, working with subconsciousness. And I helped, I was helping doctors to work to work with them they helped by medicine i help with the working with subconsciousness and both we the when we work both all these people uh receive healing like only in two weeks wow yes okay and so then they gave you a doctorate for that yes wow well what university was this yes it was a siberian university in in the barnaul town Okay, I've been watching your stuff for a while, and I remember you mentioning Altai State University. Was that there? Yes, this is the same. Ah, okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, that's amazing. So few spiritual healers are actually willing to 
be tested scientifically, what made you want to be tested? About this story when scientists hunting me and always want to to uh, to uh, like um, discover my body. Yes, you speak about that. Okay. Yes, they always. Uh, I don't know how I can hide hide from them because they always they know about my ability that my biological age is uh, stopped. Yes, and uh, one day it was a very uh, a long time ago. I'm I'm say okay. Yes, let's let's show people. Let's show. Let's do it. <laughs> mm. Yes, because I don't like in reality these researches, but uh, but I I did this, and they um, I have a video in my YouTube channel. Yes, about that that they study my blood and they. Um, see that blood working so fast met metabolism system that uh, I live without any diseases my body can uh, cannot be uh, sick because of metabolism very high level very 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 quick everything oh. happening in my body and because of that it's not uh, cannot it don't have aging okay Yes, because of the practices and what I'm doing with the people, yes, I teach them how to live like that. Okay, so it sounds like it has to do with your blood. Your blood is circulating quickly? Yes, <laughs> doctors say. Um, I ask because usually your blood moving quickly is not thought of as a good thing, right? We think of that as high blood pressure, which tends to be unhealthy. Why do you think that benefits you? Yes, but uh, but high blood pressure. Yes, it's uh, it means that the person very active. Ah. So yes, it's good. It's good. But because when when blo our blood pressure is low, it means that person is very like uh, cannot move. Very can be very lazy without any energy to move. And in that way, this is very good to have a high level uh, blood pressure. Yeah, but even if you've just been sitting there, still your blood pressure is pretty high, huh? <laughs> yes, if you. Hmm. And because of that, I can sleep only three hours. Oh, wow. Yes, I sleep only three hours, sometimes two. Yes, and I feel always like I never tired. Wow, amazing. When did you know growing up that you were kind of different from everyone else and you had these abilities? I felt it in, in my childhood when I was, I think, five, six years old. Yes, when I speak, yes, when I started to speak. Some friends from my mother came into the house and I always say them, oh, you have some beetles in, the, in your stomach. Yes, you need to go to the doctor. Mm. Of course, my mother uh, say that I'm crazy. <laughs> friends don't listen to me yes but after that when these really uh these friends have a very deep deep diseases and when they go to the doctors and they really was for example uh, there was the cancer of the kidneys or the stomach and i saw the diseases like um, different larvas you know the dark forces mm. some beetles, some spiders and when I start to see and I understood that I see the subtle world and for me, it was normal, but for my parents, no. And they put me in the psychiatric clinic. Okay. In my school, I always helped my friends, so classmates, yes, to pass exams because I saw through the books, <laughs> I saw the correct answers. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> for me to make exam, it was so easy. Uh, I see what's happening inside of the person, what he feel, what is his thoughts, yes. And these abilities start to develop. And uh, of course, everyone think that I'm crazy, but in 12 years, when I met my master, Yes, I start to develop consciously. Yes, I go out from the society. And seven years I was educated by shamans, priestesses in the forest, in the very deep, wild places where is no one, people, no nothing, no society. Mm. Because of no influences, I'm growing in my spiritual way very fast. And uh, and because of that, I am this Shokuntali, yes, who can help a million people and ne never tired. <laughs> so okay so you were living with the shaman in the forest from when you were 12 until you were 19 yes oh my goodness i i can't even imagine that how did you how did you eat <laughs> it was the special yes um, the food what is growing in the forest Everything exists in the forest. We can, in reality, we can live there. Okay. And so you must have escaped from the um, mental hospital. Yes. I mean, were the police and your family looking for you? Mm, yes, of, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Because they cannot understand that uh, it's possible that that uh, person, yes, can, can have these abilities. Yeah. In reality, a lot of children have these abilities. Uh, they... Why? What is the difference between me and others? Yes, because I am never listen others, and I take my mission, my predestination, and I start to develop this. I follow my mission. Mm. It's broken world because uh, every a lot of the children have these abilities. A lot of indigo child born in our planet. Right. Everyone around, surrounding, don't support them, and they think that they are crazy, and they start to live like a usual life. Go to work in office. Yes, do this the main things and nothing else and mm. they don't develop their abilities and because of that have a lot of diseases because when we don't um, don't use our potential yes this is energy becoming like dark energy energy of diseases ah right okay um, okay, so skipping ahead a little, you said you worked with psychiatric patients in various hospitals around the world for over 20 years. So when was that? Yes, yeah, so I'm always, when I'm traveling, when I'm traveling, I always help people in the very different ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. Organize retreats for the women. Yes, I work in individual ways. I do the charity actions. I, I give the food people and different things. Yes, because everything what I earn, yes, I give others because I don't need nothing in reality and uh, of course I'm going in some uh, some places where I'm working with the doctors who understand that not medicine heal people that's something else the real medicine is love and this is what we need in this life mm. um, so then do you think that psychiatric drugs they don't work they work for some, some, a little time, yes, that the people can feel maybe some normal state. But in reality, they uh, don't help people, mm. make them more, more crazy. What about uh, psychosis that's brought on by like drug use? You know, we know that um, methamphetamine, for example, makes people experience psychosis. Yes, um, in reality, this is very dangerous, yes, because... Um, 
we don't know in which subtle world person will come using these drugs and person can stay always in this subtle work world with darkness and never come out and um, yes uh, all this happening because people don't know their mission they don't know their purpose of life mm. ever and this coronavirus and all diseases happening because we don't follow our purpose we don't know that we don't know this map of our soul Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of getting to the main heart of your teaching, which seems to be, and tell me if I'm wrong, we all have a purpose. Some of us don't know what that purpose is. And the different emotions in our bodies create different physical diseases. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Great. I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So then does every disease have a specific cause that's the same from person to person? Um, no, every person have a special um, individual purpose. Yes, of this uh, of this disease. Sometimes diseases are more deepest and they coming from the past lives or from the lineage. Oh, interesting. You can have a disease and this is not yours. Disease from your mother or some grandmother. Oh, I see. Uh, or maybe from your own past life. Or your yes, or or own past life and because of that they are very different very different kind of diseases and with every and every disease have a special reason and the time when it's happening. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to come back to the disease part. Uh, but since you mentioned reincarnation, now you're the reincarnation of a, a princess who lived in the 5th century BC, correct? Ukok princess. Yeah. So that's not a story I was familiar with here in the US. Can you tell us about her? Uh, this is the princess who was uh, living in Siberia and she wanted to create a very spiritual world. But she died in uh, her body was in the very special place where only shamans knew this place. And um, one day the scientists and the people like from society, yes, they wanted to like take this body and put it in, in the museum to do their business. And um, when it's happening uh, in this place, the, and the first time was the, a lot of disasters, earthquake mm -hmm. and a lot of the disasters. And uh, this is how spirits was very not happy. Yes, for that. Oh, okay. And so you were you were her. When uh, some soul of some wise people can reincarnate in somebody, it's happening when the person have a very spiritual way, yes, and this soul who wants to say something to the people, yes, for example, some some wise person, some saint person, yes, who already died, this soul can reincarnate in the alive person. Right. So do you remember that lifetime when you were the Ukok princess? I'm only remember uh, when it because this enlightenment I received around one year ago. Yes, but um, yes, when it happens with me this enlightenment, I remember this this life. And what is this feeling when you feel that you are responsible for all planet? Wow. Okay, but now you do remember her life. Yes, I, I if if I will tune, if I will 
decide to spend my energy to do this, I will do this. Oh, but now okay. I need to save my energy to heal people. Ah, uh, okay, I see, I see. Well, speaking of your energy and your powers, you also have clairvoyance. What does that look like for you? Does that mean you can predict things or uh, can you hear people's thoughts or what does that look like? Yes, this is ability what I save this energy. I don't, you know, sometimes people ask me, please say me, uh, what is uh, what is color of my <laughs> clothes? Sure. Yes, they want to check and I say, of course I can say you, but in reality, in this energy, what I will use to see your color, yes, I can heal some person from one disease. Yes, and I don't want to use this energy for these tricks. But sometimes, yes, I show I show super abilities to the people sometimes. For example, people can see me how I'm walking on the glasses, mm-hmm. broken glasses, and um, do some uh, make some person very hard like a tree. But clairvoyance, yes, this is one of ability what I use when I work with people. For example, person come to my session, yes, and I see, I, 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 I like open put on the bottom of my clairvoyance and I start to see um, what's happening with organism, what happened in the past lives, how these past lives influenced this life, yes, how is influenced lineage and all these things I I see like in in the global Mm. and I give like a task for my clairvoyance, yes, what I want to see and I can see. Of course I can see some thoughts, yes, if I want. (laughs) Okay. Don't use it. Don't use it. I only use my abilities to help people because this is energy. This is huge energy. Oh, yeah. Well, that seems like a better thing to use it on. You also specifically want to empower women. What about women drew you to them as opposed to all of humanity? This is the treasures of the God here. Yes. And the women will save this world. Because um, the government of our planet, a lot of men, men always want to have a war conflict, <laughs> compare with each other who is more powerful. But woman, yes, she's the being who are the source of love and she everything wants to harmonize. And if the women have this power in our planet, in our planet will be like a paradise. Yes, everyone wants, will want to love each other. Uh, what do you make then of women who have killed? Ah, uh, who have killed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women who are murderers. What do you make of them? I don't understand the question. Um, okay, so some women have killed people, right? Mm-hmm. In the past, in the story, history. Yeah, or or modern time. This is um, this is yes, of course, the woman can have a f- woman body, but uh-huh. it doesn't mean that she is a woman because woman, this is energy. Yes, we see that everything is like destroyed. All our cosmical system rules. Yes, for example, men now looking like a woman. Yes, the a lot of the. Um, a lot of the gays, a lot of the uh, men don't have man energy. Women looking like a man. Yes, they wear trouser, trousers and they um, don't express like a woman. And we need, I want to change this balance. Yes, that men will be like a man, woman can be like a woman, and everyone can be in their role. Mm. Okay, so if someone feels that 
that they're a man, even though they are in, as you put it, a woman's body, uh, what do you think they should do? They need to work with their cells, work with subconsciousness and turn back their feminine power because um, this, what we are now, this is like a result of our education. The special programs in their heads, yes, that they uh, start to act like a man. Uh, well, what if they're happy that way? Then what? What? What if they're happy that way? What's the... What if they're happy that way? So if they think that they're happy? Yeah. Uh, no, this is only... Uh, it can only looking like they are happy. And always God will say... God will always show us that we live not correct way. Because uh, if the women have diseases, this is the first like the first symbol, especially feminine diseases, like a womb. Yes, this is the mm, God show us that we don't follow our feminine mission. Mm, okay. How do you know all this? Are you in communication with God? <laughs> Very interesting question. Oh, the first, yes, I was learning this all my childhood. I was learning uh, real feminine cosmical laws all my childhood with the priestess in the temples and uh, who are not living in society, yes. I understand the cosmical laws. I understand how it's need to be. This is not, I don't know how, how I can explain this. Uh, I know the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can just sense it in your core. You just know that you, you know that you know. Yes, this is like, um, you know, that you you can see the person, yes, or maybe not see physically, yes, or I, I can think about person, and I, I know about this person, like everything. It's looking like, if you, look, if you have a house, big house, and if you go in one room, you see only one room, like you see the walls, yes, you can see what is inside of this room, mm -hmm. but if you fly uh, like a bird, you can see all this house, like how many rooms is there? How many bathrooms is there? Mm. But I see everything like I'm flying like a bird. Yes. And I see from the highest um, level what was in the past. Yes. With whom this person communicate, what will be in the future. Yes. Like in general, this is how it's working. Wow. I know you're not looking at me, but can you see some of my past and future as we speak? Yes, I see, Carrie, that um, the first time when I when I was meet you in the subtle world, yes, not in the physical world. Ah. Yes, I know the people whom the destiny will <laughs> will connect. Yes, I see that uh, in your lineage uh, was very wise women, and I see in your lineage the witches. Ah, okay. Is that good or bad? This is very good. This is the magic women, wise women who wanted that cosmical loss, yes, will be in this world. And they have a clairvoyance and all super abilities. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, but people like a government, they don't, didn't want that these women like have a power mm. this in, uh, inside of your And you have these abilities of them, super, of super abilities. Oh, cool. Hey, Carrie. What the fuck? What just happened? This is Ross. Oh, Ross, hey. I was just in the middle of this phone call. We are one, Carrie. 
<laughs> well, I knew that. Did you have to show up just to tell me? Yeah, sorry. Sorry to startle you. I, I'm very much enjoying this interview. Thank you for doing it. Surely. But I thought... Can we have this chat later or... It, I don't know if Shock and Tolly can hold for a moment, but I was hoping maybe we could talk about websites. Okay. Well, that's the one thing I am willing to drop everything to talk about. I see. I knew you would want to. (laughs) So let's say, Carrie, let's say hypothetically, I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say you're wanting to build a brand new website, maybe for your new project, maybe for some architecture you're doing. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. starting a store. You want to sell things online or perhaps you have a wedding you're planning and you want people to know about it. Or I've got a new record label or I'm a food producer or i'm a regular producer or i'm a bar and pub you might be a jewelry designer exactly how would you go about creating a website i have an idea in my mind okay okay what do you think okay i have a favorite website creating tool yeah so on the count of four, which okay. of course is one, two, three, go. Then we say it. Yes. I'm do the- we say go and then we do it or we just do one, two, <laughs> one, three, three, and three, then we beat. say it? Okay. The one, two, three just sets the tempo. Then on the fourth beat, okay. we say the name of our favorite website building I platform. I am ready. Okay. okay. One, one, two, two three, three, Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, well, I guess I don't need to convince you, but I was going to tell you, you can use Squarespace to create beautiful templates yeah. that are created by world-class designers. I knew that. Okay. They also have powerful e-commerce functionality. Oh, you knew that already? Yeah. Okay, well, well, okay. Miss Smarty Pants. All right. Did you know that there's also a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions? Yeah, I did. Oh. Hey, wise guy. Uh, yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> they also have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have a great blog platform. If you want to start a blog, they'll make it very easy on you. Yeah. And uh, you can promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or special project. So much you can do with a Squarespace site. You could just make a site about how great Ella is, and I will visit it. It will be Carrie's new favorite website, probably. Probably be like where my browser goes for a homepage. So check out squarespace.com slash oh no for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code oh no to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 10%. 10%. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation, this Carrie. This was so nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to know more what happens with Shotgun Tali. Okay. Back to this. Okay, so talking a, b- a little bit about your uh, your healing, um, you've mentioned coronavirus many times, and that coronavirus in particular comes from the ego, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and something more. Yes, um, like coronavirus, in reality, it was, uh, um, this is the problem of all humanity. The God wants to say us that, the all not like one person but all humanity lost lost and they don't know their purpose in life and because of that they have very deep depression and because of this deep depression all people uh, ha- a lot of people have this disease because mm-hmm. everything would happen what what is connected with the lungs oh lungs uh-huh Lungs, yes. Uh, that person don't have a purpose to live. People go to work, they have a families, but it's only image. In their heart, in their soul, they're the very big sadnesses because they waste time 
and they don't do something useful and something important. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm thinking of the doctors and nurses who get coronavirus and die. It seems like they they knew their life purpose, no? Yes, yes, yes. The 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 person who are affected with this coronavirus, this is the person people who who really are in the very deep situation of their um, purpose of life. Oh. Okay, I thought you were saying coronavirus affects people who don't know their purpose. Yes. Okay. So what about doctors who get coronavirus while treating their patients? Yes, and I, and I say about the uh, about the doctors. Yes, the, these, these doctors have this inside of them this feeling that they don't want to leave. They have a depression. They don't know their life mission. They, of course, they are affected. In reality, I was connected with the people with the not only coronavirus with very very deep viruses. Yes, but I never affected because uh, I don't have this. And this is like a proof of that. I never affected and I never wear mask or something like a doctor. No, I'm like, I'm Shukuntali because I know how it works. This is, I know how it works. And because of that, I know what God wants to say us, how it's happening. What's the most contagious virus you've worked with then? It was a, a different Different viruses, what is very sim, this is very similar like, like coronaviruses, but it was not, uh, it's the people who have a diseases like leukemia and, um, um, and, uh, this is a lot of different ORV, yes, uh, viruses like, um, HIV, HIV, no. Oh, HIV? Yes. Very, very different. Yes, definitely. Uh, are you able to heal that, heal HIV? Uh, of course, it's possible only when the person have a deep desire to change. I cannot come to the person and like a, like a fairy, yes, no, you don't have disease. <laughs> yes, of course, yes, of course, I do my methods, yes, I help people, but they need to have a, uh, a big wish to change and they need to change their lifestyle. And this is only in that in that way, everything will work. Oh, okay. What do people with HIV usually have to change? They need, they, because they don't appreciate their lives. Yes. And um, because of that, it, uh, this disease, well, God wants to show them. Hmm. Okay. Um, what do you think would be the downside if you were wrong about all this? What is downside? Uh, the bad, the, um, how would you know if you're wrong? If I am wrong? Yeah, how would you know? In in the diseases or where? Yeah, in this this theory that uh you can get to the root of diseases by figuring out what people need to change and cure them without medicine. If you if you were wrong, uh what what would happen? How would we know that? <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting question. I think uh, it's never can be wrong. Do you know why? Yeah, why? Because um, I have my own medicine, which is uh, heal everything. And this is love to the people. Mm -hmm. And uh, and really, 
this this is cannot be uh, that I can be wrong. So you can't be wrong. I can't be wrong. You you cannot. I cannot. <laughs> um, uh, do you think there is such a thing as false healers? Of course. <laughs> so how do we spot those? How we can recognize them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that they exist? Everywhere exists, like, for example, dentist. Yes, uh, we can go to one dentist who uh, have a amazing instruments. Yes, mm-hmm. but you nothing happens and you feel that your disease, your, he cannot heal your disease. But, for example, you can go to some dentist who don't have good instruments, for example, yes, but you feel that amazing result. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is... The same happening in the spiritual world now is a lot of people like uh, who only study some spirituality. So exist two types of the healers different. This is healers from the gut and the healers who study and this is like their work. Mm. The person who by the gut was born, so it means that all his life this person doing like 100% he is only in that. Mm. He doing with a very big love, and he he can do it like uh, on all hours, twenty four hours. Mm. Or exist uh, healers who have only like a like. Sometimes they think that this is like a business. Yes, go for example, working three hours a day, like you know, from two o'clock <laughs> to to six. Yes, and this is like a work, and of course. Uh, maybe people receive something. Yes, maybe they receive some. This is like a medicine. You feel a little, a little bit healthy. Yes, but everything come back. Oh right, mm-hmm. especially with cancer. Yeah. Yes, you never heal your disease. You only, you only will waste time. Mm. Are you familiar with Jim Jones and Jonestown? Who is this? Um, he was a man who he was a religious leader. And he told his followers that he could remove tumors without cutting their bodies. Mm, astral ch- surgery. Yes, uh, but he but he couldn't really do it. He uh, and he ended up leading. Uh, basically, most of most of them died. So how uh, you know? But he still devoted his life to that. So how do we tell those two types of healers apart? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, it can uh, it can exist people yes who want to do it like it can be more interesting like like interesting work interesting job yes but people who from the gut yes this is the people they are not so a lot they are uh, special people who uh, heal with the, with no methods okay again this is no method this is a special quality of their heart. Yes, which heal people. It can be any disease. Ah, I see. So that's what you are. This is yes, because this is the mission. This is very different. Yes, and I always say, don't compare, please. Don't compare. This is very different things. <laughs> very very different things. For example, when person all life was fighting for the predestination to help people to do a million charity, dedicated their life. Yes, and when you use your knowledge as like a work. Yes, this mm-hmm. is very different things. Sure. But comparisons can be healthy, right? Like you did a double-blind study, right? 
that? Oh, uh, when you went to, uh, you did a scientific experiment in Canada where you were remote healed 180 patients with ruptured organs. Mm -hmm. do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I know. This is like one of the experiences what you asked me before. Yes, how I make these experiences with the doctors. And for me, it's very interesting because I want to that in our life, yes, people more use medicine like this is general mm -hmm. but we need to use medicine like for for the special moments like for example broken food emergency yeah but if we want to heal something we need to work with another things and where was that in canada what where was that in canada it was very um it, it, this place yes i don't want to say about that because uh, of course doctors don't want that people who who create medicine because medicine this is the business uh, they don't want that these methods are to work and of course in that uh world people of course don't love me yes and i don't want to speak the names about that <laughs> yes why did they fund the study then what why did they have the study if they didn't uh, want to know um, because uh, yeah, especially these places yes they want to because there uh, are the doctors yes from the from the heart yes exist a lot of the doctors who live who working in the medicine yes and they uh, want to they understand that not only medicine working yes and they made this experience like for them yes for them that to know that but a study should be published somewhere. Um, what? What? Where? Where can I read about it? About what? The study. Study? Which study? The study where you went to Canada and the ruptured organs. I don't know where <laughs> where you can you you can read it because it was uh, so a lot of a lot of times a lot of a lot of time ago and uh, I don't know it's, it's, if it's published or not. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, briefly, uh, the, the reason I found out about you originally was because I went to the Conscious Life Expo and met one of your lovely followers. I believe her name was Carla. And then she invited me to a healing circle you were doing to help protect people from coronavirus. How did those go? Mm -hmm. It was in the... I have so a lot of events in my life. <laughs> <laughs> We save a lot of the people because a lot of the people start to study feminine knowledges and people who uh, start to have these diseases, they uh, very fast uh, become healthy. Okay. Um, and so then you did the coronavirus healing circles? Yes, I, I, I continue to do it. <laughs> uh, aren't you afraid of people getting the virus? <laughs> I am not I'm of course we work uh, through the internet now because people don't want they afraid from the uh, from the current time yes but we did the retreat and it was amazing Did anyone come who had coronavirus? No. Uh but you would welcome that. You would let someone come who had it? No, I maybe yes but maybe another people know. Ah <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, and can you see if someone has coronavirus, can you use that uh, special vision you have to see it? 
Yes, of course, but uh, this coronavirus, this is like, um, in reality, it's existed all, always. This is virus, this is not like appearing suddenly on our planet. Yes, they it started to influence them because now is a lot of, in the very deep depression, they attract this virus and they start to influence them. Mm. And how do you know that? How because I, I I know that I in my predictions I think one year ago two years ago three years ago I said in every my my retreat every my messages with the people I say you need to prepare virus will come virus will come and they didn't believe me people oh, okay. they think that everything is good and I always say you need to you need to develop spiritually you need to have a, a good karma yes that this virus cannot influence you because all humanity will have this disease. Ah, right. Uh, are there any videos of you making those predictions? I think, yeah, in my YouTube is million videos. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> somewhere we can somewhere. find. Um, I was looking at your education and you also went to Siberia Federal University, right? Yes. And what did you do there? In this university, I was working with them, with the teenagers uh, who studied to help people and they have a di uh, difficulties with education mm -hmm. and they didn't want to study. Mm -hmm. And I work with their con consciousness in that time and help them to love this thing, what they study, and uh, help them to uh, follow their mission, follow their, open their talents and use them. Uh, and was that through their psychology department? Yes. Okay. So I reached out to their psychology department and asked them about you, and they didn't know who you were. Mm, okay. Why do you think that is? What exactly? Why do you think they don't remember you? <laughs> Maybe because I was with a different name. <laughs> oh, okay. So this was before you turned 19? Yes. Oh. Okay, you worked with them when you were a child. Of course, I was. <laughs> I was very. I I helped when I was uh, six years old. I helped my father in in the hospital. I I in that time I bring some um, some instruments to the doctors. I, I helped to in the surgeries. I was very. I was always uh, with the medicine well, <laughs> from sure. my childhood. But carrying a scalpel is different from tutoring a <laughs> tutoring a student. Yes, my my toys was the scalpel. The it was all this instrument for the doctors. But how old were you when you worked at um, the psychology department? In the psychology, and I I helped them when I was I don't remember. I think maybe fifteen or sixteen. So you were living in the forest. Yes. So you're living in the forest and then you would just take periodic breaks to go to the university? It was the practice. I'm sorry, what does that mean? It was the practice, yes, to go and do and help people and go back. Mm, okay. And so you would go there, you had your old name, you were still working with the shaman, uh, but you would go and tutor kids to help them learn and then go back to the shaman. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so so this is really interesting because uh, you're saying a lot of things that I hear from a lot of uh, teachers, that they can 
they can heal, that they can kind of see the future and see in my body and so on. These are pretty common things I hear. And what seems to set you apart is this um, science background that you have a PhD, that you've had these testings, but you're not willing to tell me where to find those testings. Your PhD, you're now saying, was honorary. The, uh, the university that you worked with doesn't remember you. What would you make of all that if you were me? <laughs> yes, in, in this world, everything is like a mystery. And uh, sometimes the spirits don't allow to know this information because people don't want to see the real power, yes, but wants to uh, see to some proofs, yes. But this is not so important because if you want to know the person, you need to be with this person maybe one minute, maybe some one hour or some to try all what they do what this person do and this is will be the real proof of what this person do okay well i've been with you for 59 minutes now so maybe in one minute i'll <laughs> maybe i'll be one over right yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it, let me ask you this shakuntali is it possible that um you really believe in what you're doing but you've also sort of fibbed a little bit, lied a little bit to pack your resume. What is, I don't, can you speak more, uh, more uh, slow? Yes. Is it possible that you really believe in what you're doing and you lied a little bit to uh, help your work? <laughs> I never, never lie in my life, yes, but in internet you can read a lot of the things, sometimes, yes, what is, uh, I, I don't believe internet, yes, and I don't, uh, a lot of people write about me different things, yes, and um, some things, and I never, uh, and I never, uh, I never say, pe I always say people that they need to come and be with me, and uh, try, yes, mm -hmm. and this is the biggest step what they can do. I always say, never believe me, you need to try. Uh-huh, uh, <laughs> but I'm looking at your website, and you call yourself a PhD, it's in your trifold, it's, you know, it, you know you've said this. Yeah, which is PhD? <sighs> um, a PhD is a doctorate. A doctor of psychology? Ah, yes, I understand. Because sometimes English, I don't understand, don't uh, uh, good understand English. Sure. But you say that you have a doctorate and you talk about these studies on your own website. I'm not talking about what other people have written about you. I'm talking about what you have yes. written about you. Yes, yes. I, I say everything. <laughs> yeah. Well... But so, what do you want with this interview? To say people something that I am lying? I'm, well, I'm asking you that. I mean, as, as we went through this, I thought maybe you would tell me where all these things happened. Mm -hmm. But as yes. we went... Uh, sometimes, sometimes people ask me, interview, yes, who wants to help other people and they want to help them. I don't, the reason, don't understand the reason of your interview. Okay, my interview is also to help people. Okay. Um, 
what is your reason for this for this interview? So I think that the best way to help people is to help them find things that really work. People who are being honest, people who have been through training, people who have been tested. I think that's the way to help people. And if you were if you were one of those people, I would be very happy to endorse you. But as we're going through your evidence on your website, in your leaflet, I'm realizing you don't have any backing for these things you've said. And I don't need this. I don't need this. And uh, why you use my time one hour that you already know that you want to, for me from me some proofs? Why I use this one hour from my time when I can heal some person? Well, because I think that's a worthwhile use of time to find out if these things are true. This is not good goal for this interview, yes? And I don't want that this interview will be to go to the people and so uh, we can speak with you that you can delete my interview because I don't give interview for these people who don't want really to help this world. Um, well, that's not how this works. You're already talking to me. We're already recording the interview. So this is going to go out. Is there anything that I got wrong that you want to correct? Yes, of course, I will correct everything because and I don't want that this uh, that with this uh, reason, with this goal, uh, it will go with the people. Well, it sounds like you're trying to protect yourself, that you're... I want to protect uh, the divinity, what my uh, special work, what I uh, help people. Right, sure, and your income flow. And I ask you to uh, delete this conversation. I'm hearing you. I'm not going to delete it. Is there anything you would like to correct while people are listening to this? Of course, yes, you, uh, you, will, uh, you will send this to my helpers. Only in that way, if there, everything will be like it's need to be, it will come. I have a lot of the critics in my life. People, when they uh, see these critics, they never come and they die. Okay, well, if they never come to you, there are other healers, right? <laughs> Of course, maybe we can stop our conversation. I don't want to continue this without any reason, because when people don't believe, I don't want to lose my time for this kind of interviews. I had a lot of these interviews, and uh, I know that I only lose the time for that. If you've had a lot of these interviews, maybe you should think about that. Yes, because I think that says something, right? It means that a lot of people are concerned about what you're doing. Yes, the people love my work and everyone who come, they they feel that. And uh, I want to help people and this is my goal. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, the way you're worried that I'm wasting your time, I'm worried that you're wasting a dying person's time. Okay. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to correct before we go? Yes, I want that you delete this interview. <laughs> I understand that you want that. I'm not going to delete it, and this will be released. So is there anything that you want to correct on air 
so that it goes out with the interview. Yes, of course, you cannot put this interview without my permission. That's not true. So that's not how the United States free speech laws work. I absolutely can. Uh, no, I, you, cannot, you cannot put this interview. I understand that you don't want me to, but yes. you, you don't have the power to stop me from doing that. Yes, yes, I not agree that this interview come to the people. I understand, but it's going to be released. No, I'm not agree. You don't have to agree. I can still release it. <laughs> no, no. Yes, yep. Yes, ma'am. Yes, why you did this? Okay, uh, because I, I wanted to know if you could actually back up these claims you've made or if you might be lying, if you might be uh, either really believe in what you're doing and so willing to lie for it or, if I'm being less generous, willing to lie for money. Yes, okay, but I have, uh, I have my power that there's some person whom you interview. Don't agree. It's not possible that it will be by the, on the air. You are welcome to have your lawyer contact my lawyer if that's what you're saying. But uh, I, I absolutely can release this interview, and I will. So if you want to add anything that you want the listeners to hear, this is your opportunity to do that. Yes, you can send and we will and we will change it. I will send you the episode when it's up, but it's going to be published with all of this. Do you understand? <laughs> you <laughs> Let's feel what God now feel you need to think, what are you doing now? You want to help people. Yes. Yes, I do. Namaste. Do you? So, that's where Shakuntali ended the conversation by hanging up. Um, it was quite a wild ride. I'm glad you could join me for it. Before you go, I have some notes to update you on things we found out since the recording of this conversation. So, regarding Shakuntali's bona fides, so Altai State University has not replied to requests for confirming any honorary doctorate that might have been conferred upon her. For what it's worth, they do seem to put out press releases when they do honor people with doctorates. I haven't found one for her. As for Siberia Federal University, despite what she said in this interview, um, remember she indicated she was sort of a tutor of sorts at Siberia Federal University as a teenager. Um, I went back to her trifold, which was the original piece of material I was given uh, by one of her followers. And that says that she had a, quote, psychologist career there and, quote, graduated from the clinical psychology department. Hmm. No one there knew her. They were not able to confirm that she had studied there at all, much less worked there. Uh, speaking of that trifold, it also says that she is a neuropathology specialist and a surgeon. Huh. Uh, representatives for both Beyonce and Kylie Minogue didn't reply to a request for comment about whether they have worked with Shakuntali. 
And regarding her origin story, so you'll recall that Shakuntali says she lived in the forest for seven years from age 12 to 19. She would leave it periodically to go to work at Siberia Federal University. And further, this, this forest was also where she escaped to after being in a mental hospital. Okay, she had said these things all in different places, and as you can tell, I gathered them together and sort of made her look at them as a whole and account for what seems to be some um, discrepancies here. So I, I did reach out to the police department in that area and said, um, okay, uh, do you recall a child going missing from a mental hospital near you and then being searched for for seven years, because that seems like a notable case. Um, they haven't replied to that, though, to be fair, I don't know if I'd answer that email either. Um, a listener with knowledge of the area did confirm there are forests in that region, uh, but they noted that winters reach below 30 Celsius in that area, which, by the way, is a about the same as the coast of Antarctica. So <laughs> we're talking very cold winters for a 12-year-old to uh, to survive on her own with uh, her shaman. So thank you, Tanya Kostoshka, for helping with that. So regarding Shakuntali's health claims, so she told us that her blood circulates quickly and that is what has made her so immune to various illnesses. So I want to clarify, in, uh, in that moment I said, oh, uh, are we talking about high blood pressure? On reflection, that's one thing that she could have been referring to. Technically, she could have also been talking about a high pulse or a high uh, ejection fraction, which is how fast your blood moves out of your heart. As far as I can tell, none of those are associated with higher immunity. I did reach out to some experts, and no one seemed to think that that would make you less sick. And equally importantly, I can't find any record of any doctors or scientists who were vociferously seeking Shakuntali for this special study. Of course, Shakuntali also mentioned depression and COVID. So I, I spoke to Dr. Patricia Ceylon. She's a resident psychiatrist at DeLousey University Hospital. And she says, research tells us that depression is indeed linked with a weaker immune system. The reasons for that are unclear. It could be that a weak immune system can trigger depression or possibly depression weakens the immune system. However, Many people who do not have depression are also falling ill with COVID-19, and treating depression alone does not prevent or treat this highly contagious virus. While there is indeed a link between depression and a weaker immune system, connecting depression treatment with curing COVID-19 is more than a stretch. So Shakuntali also said that she has some paranormal abilities, so I couldn't find any videos of her predicting the coronavirus outbreak, though she and her followers are welcome to send that anytime, and we'll update our audience if they do. She mentioned walking on broken glass, so this moment kind of swept by in the conversation, but it's worth noting that walking on broken glass is essentially a magic trick. It, it requires patience, it requires a small understanding of physics, but anyone who can walk can walk on broken glass. It's a thing that you can learn to do. She also said that she made she makes someone hard like a tree. I wish I knew what that meant. It's hard to know what this looks like, but it could be as simple as the light as a feather, stiff as a rock trick, which I'll let you look up on your own. And speaking of looking things up on your own, highly recommend a video Shakuntali made of her walking across water. Uh, it's a very <laughs> enjoyable, dramatic video. Um, and it's on YouTube. I'll let you decide whether it looks like she's 
walking across the surface of water or walking on something just below the surface, like a plank or a, a shallow riverbed. Now about her reaction to this interview, I could find no critical interviews with Shakuntali. She mentioned that she had had a lot of interviews like this. I don't know what to conclude from that. Uh, if you interviewed Shakuntali and you ended up not publishing your interview, I would love to talk to you. I'll tell you how to contact us in a moment. And after this interview, I also contacted Rick Ross, uh, the cult expert, not the rapper. And I asked him about Shakuntali's statements that she's never lied and that she cannot be wrong. So Rick is one of the world's foremost experts in high control groups and manipulative spirituality movements. And here's how he replied. Destructive cult leaders can be deeply narcissistic and quite often refuse to admit when they are wrong. This quality may vary by degree from leader to leader, but it is an inherent quality of the overwhelming majority of destructive cult leaders. So after the interview, I had a conversation with Alice via text. I kind of realized, man, this might be the last time I get to have earnest interactions with Alice before she's kind of um, soured on me. So I texted her and I said, Hi, Alice. Um, Shakuntali appears to me to be lying about a lot of things. She she has no evidence of the studies she completed. Her personal timeline doesn't make sense. The university she claims affiliation with has never heard of her. And you're a lovely woman, and I hope you take this opportunity to think about all this. Shakuntali knows no more about this world than you do. So she replied, and she said, Namaste, Carrie. I'm grateful for your comment and concern. As you well know, each person is different, each a universe of its own, and the interpretations from one world to another sometimes do not agree. As you well know, for each person, the truth is different. Sincerely, intellectual evidence is what least matters. I have seen and felt the divinity in her being and the transformation of each woman whose life she has touched. I know how discouraging this sounds to some people listening, but I want to encourage you not to be too discouraged. These conversations are long, they take a long time, and intellectual evidence always ends up mattering, no matter how much the leader may discourage people from listening to it. The want for truth is embedded in us, and I trust it. So Alice, if you hear this, please get in touch if you ever need help getting your story out. I want to thank Shakuntali Siberia for doing this interview and probably cross-promoting it. Bet she loved it. Um, Alice, of course, for setting it up. Matthew Strugar for legal counseling. You can learn more about Matthew's practice, including his work with journalists and activists at matthewstrugar.com. I'd like to thank Siberia Federal University for attempting to find any record of Shakuntali having worked or gone there. They were very, very uh, collaborative about it. I'd like to thank Rick Ross of the Cult Education Institute at culteducation.com. You should also check out his book, uh, Cults Inside Out, all the experts I mentioned. And if you have any information about Shakuntali and her following, we want to hear from you. So if you're a former follower, please reach out. We know you've got to be out there. And if you're a current follower, we'd love to hear from you too. But don't feel like you have to decide how you feel about this conversation today. Let it live inside you a while. We're always here. You can use the contact tab at onopodcast.com to reach us. And remember, 
from Shakuntali's video, The Truth Behind Coronavirus. In reality, coronavirus, this is not this biggest problem because this is normal um, flu, like a usual flu, yes? But coronavirus, this is a spiritual disease. Yes, this is spiritual uh, ego. This is spiritual, God wants that we awake, that we can start to look at ourselves and understand that why I am so egoistic. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a brand new podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Schreier. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Hey, podcast fan. We have a quick favor to ask. We'd like to get a better idea of who you are and what you care about. So, if you have a couple moments to spare, go to MaximumFun.org slash ad survey. There, we've got a short, anonymous survey that won't take any more than 10 minutes to fill out. Plus, if you finish it, you'll get a 10% discount on our merch at the MaxFun store. MaxFun shows have always relied on support from our members and always will. The survey will help keep the few ads we do run relevant and interesting for you. Again, that's MaximumFun.org slash ad survey, all one word. And thanks for your help. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.